0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Adam's Top 10. I have been looking forward to this episode for a very long time. We're going to break up the structure just a little bit. And I have two guests with me today. We have Mauricio and Ryan. And before I explain what's going to be happening this episode, I'd like them to say hi. Hola, hola. Hello. So I asked... Mauricio Mm -hmm. to join me on this episode because I know he loves the actor we're going to be talking about.
1: Oh, huge
0: fan! Ryan decided to come in last minute as our official referee. Yes, sir. uh, Because he is somewhere, I would say, probably closer to me. So very, uh, very totally unbiased. Uh, Totally unbiased. Super (laughs) fan. On this. On this epic debate, but on this episode, we are going to be discussing our good friend, Adam Sandler. And as you guys probably heard in previous podcast episodes, Mauricio doesn't really like him. Is that the right way to say
1: it? Let's just say I have an opinion about him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which you're going to hear on this episode. So what we're going to do, we're going to, like I said, break up the structure a little bit. I'm going to give my 10... Uh, my top 10 favorite Adam Sandler performances. And Mauricio is going to come back with his top 10 least favorite performances. Mm-hmm. And we're just going dis- to discuss for a bit. just going to be a fun episode. We always like to hear what Mauricio has to say. And then Ryan's going to chime in whenever he has to break up any uh, any arguing that me and Mauricio get into exactly. when we're talking about J- Jack and Jill and stuff. So And, and
2: spoiler, <laughs> it's probably going to be the same list. Yeah, <laughs> Mauricio's least favorite is probably gonna be the exact same. I as mean, Adams. This, is if, gonna,
1: this is gonna be a bittersweet top ten with what you like and what doesn't, what you don't like too much. Let's yeah. say it that. Way.
0: I so I did this with my last episode with uh, with Ryan. I'm gonna guess how much overlap I think is gonna be on this because okay. again, it's a little bit different. Yes, I'm not sure. I really don't know what Mauricio has seen. I'm guessing. I'm going to give a range because it's very hard. I'm going to say between three and five are going to be on this because I know a Mm -hmm. few that he's he's probably going to say that aren't on my list, but I'm guessing somewhere in three to five range are probably going to overlap. And I'm going to go first and do my top 10 because we're going to end with the least favorites because that's just more fun. Yes. And it's your show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, usually the guest goes first, but I'm going to change it up for this one. So I'm going to quickly run through these. I'm not going to, you know, give any formal reviews or get in depth because let's face it, they're Adam Sandler movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, uh, there are a few movies in here that I actually really do like. So um, number 10 is the, I'm I'm not going to pronounce this right and I do apologize. The Mierowitz stories. It was a uh, dramatic film that he did with Dustin Hoffman and uh, Ben Stiller. I believe it went straight to Netflix. He's fantastic in it. I didn't love the movie. I just really liked it. I thought I could have liked it more, but I I did enjoy it, and it made my you know my list at number ten. Uh, number nine is the Longest Yard, mm-hmm. the remake of the I think it was in the seventies with Burt Reynolds, um, oh, and it was a. It was a dramatic film, and uh, like it wasn't a comedy. And obviously, once Adam Sandler gets attached to a project, it becomes an Adam Sandler comedy. But I do like what they did with The Long Shard. Burt Reynolds comes back. Um, he's playing a football star, so he's not really his normal... Like he's still a man-child in it, but it's not to the extreme. And the football scenes are in a great. There's a lot of cameos in it. Michael Irvin and uh, uh, Goldberg, the wrestler Goldberg, and uh, Nelly's in it. It's just a fun ensemble cast. Chris Rock's also in it. So I, I put it on there. I enjoyed it. I saw it in the theater a couple times. Yeah, and, and you, uh, you love I, the sports. You and love and I love the sport as well. So it just works on a lot of different levels for me. So my number nine is The Longest Yard. Mm-hmm. Number eight, I will be shocked if this is on Mauricio's list. I Probably don't is. is. I'm holding out hope because it has one of his favorite actors in it. It's Anger Management with Jack Nicholson. I came to this movie late. I didn't see it right when it came out. I saw it for the first time maybe a few years ago. And the combination of Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, it might not work for some, it worked for me. Jack Nicholson is hilarious in the movie. He works off Adam Sandler well. And I just there's a lot of laughs in the movie. I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of his movies. So that's why it made number eight yeah. on my list.
1: I think that one is like a it's like a pineapple pizza. Some people might love it and defend it, and yes. other people might just hate it yes. and never talk about it.
0: Yes, and and Jack Nicholson was at an interesting point in his career when he was just doing all this random stuff. He had a dramatic role, yeah. then he did a com- uh, comedic role. He's in The Departed. He's in The Bucket List. He's just it's all Jack over the Nicholson. place. And, Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He's the pizza of the pineapple pizza. (laughs) Um, Number seven is the most recent Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Well, at least one of them. Uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, Mm -hmm. I saw it in theaters. Uh, I thought it was a very well-made movie. Good good filmmakers. Uh, And like we talked about in one of our older podcasts, I think a perfect film and character for Adam Sandler, where you're not supposed to like him, you're not supposed to root for him, he's annoying, but he just plays it so well, I really liked him in it, uh, there's a lot of good moments in it, uh, in, in the movie with him, and I just think it's a really good story, it's just, I've never done hard drugs in my life, but I feel like that would be me on hard drugs, Just, it's just the movie's just so fast paced, it doesn't stop, it keeps building until the climax, and it's just like, holy crap, what did I just watch, and he's so good in it.
1: I have talked briefly about that movie when uh, we I kind of yeah. uh, touched on Adam Sandler I think two episodes ago on the first season, and, uh, and the reason why I actually liked him and the character is because he's annoying but uh, the right way the right timing to be annoying, and this while you're talking about taking hard drugs and everything it, it's funny because I think that movies uh, uh, or that style of those filmmakers is inspired a lot in movies like Run Lola Run which is a German film yes that injects that fuel and screen and you feel like you're just gonna have a heart attack the whole time so highly recommend it if you like uh uncut gems i would say ronald ron it's a very good one to follow people
0: that <laughs> I thought when you were saying uh Mauricio that uh, when and speaking of hard drugs, I did a lot of hard drugs when I watched it. That's where I thought you were going with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I I need I need help to sleep. Number
0: six is a very unique movie, and uh I'm pretty sure everyone, uh Ryan and Mauricio both like this movie. Punch Drunk Love. Mm-hmm. Uh Paul Thomas Anderson's uh one of his earlier movies, I think it was his second or third one. Um uh, Again, I think Adam Sandler fit the role very well. It's very restrained for him. He he had. I mean, it seems like in every comedy movie, Adam Sandler's character has a big blow up blow up scene when he screams and he yells and he's angry and he's mad. Yeah. And it worked in this for this character for me, where there's a lot of bottled emotion, and when you put a decent, I'll give Adam Sandler a little bit of credit. I'll say he's a decent actor. When you put just the most decent actor with a great director and writer like Paul Thomas Anderson with great direction, you add in a Philip Seymour Hoffman you get a pretty good performance and I you know, I give a lot of credit to the surrounding assistance that Adam Sandler had in Punch Drunk Love, but it's a great movie and I, I think he fits could someone else have done it? Sure, but I think it worked for him. I like his suit that he wears in almost the entire movie. And there's just a lot of genuine good moments in, in that movie and it's one of my favorite yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Yeah, and I, I think, think he's very
1: good in. when he's tamed and carried yes. by a good director and a good script. I do feel yeah. he's an okay actor. Um and those that movie is one of those uh, moments with those little gems. That one yes. was, was
2: a well-cut gem
1: where he actually delivered what I wanted to see and I I was okay with him. Mauricio is very Mauricio, happy. Mauricio
2: you're, you're going off script. You should be against him. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, no no no. You're I'm lo- supporting uh, the Mauricio, movie. Mauricio, you're
1: losing. You're no, losing no, no, right no, no, now, no, no. Mauricio. I'm supporting. So I'm not on I'm not a hypocrite <laughs> here. I won't say I hate the whole thing. I need to address, as I did in the past, there are good movies there. Great? Mm. I, do I like him? No. But when he's under control by somebody else who knows what he's doing, I think he can deliver, like Uncut Gems.
0: What a lot of people don't know is uh, Mauricio is actually watching an Adam Sandler movie right now as we speak. Yes,
1: as we speak. <laughs> I'm actually super distracted right now. But, uh, go ahead. I don't know. He's fighting an alligator or something, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, number five
0: is Big Daddy. Uh, this Thank has you. a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, I think it's it's probably got the in all like his classic uh, uh, comedy, the Adam Sandler comedies. It does have a really good story to it, which I uh, always glom onto. Um, he's not playing any unique character. He's just playing Adam Stanley, the man child in it. But there's a little bit of a, of a good story in there. Uh, little Dylan and Cole Sprouse, they're yeah. great in it. And it works like it's just, you know, it's the feel good little comedy. It's got some laughs. It's got some, uh, some tear jerking, tear jerking moments in it that, uh, you know, I mean, I yeah. kind of root for his character in that and, uh, I don't usually, but I like Big Daddy and, um, yes, you like it's him. my number five. Yeah, number four. What did you have to say, <laughs> Nothing, just say? The same, Mauricio.
1: Nothing. I'm just doing dirty jokes as I do.
0: Oh well, you know I only call you Big Daddy when. Uh, yes, no when, when we're yeah, not recording. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That's. The, yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry, Mauricio's <laughs> on
2: hard drugs right now. I don't know where yeah. it's just
1: right. ibuprofen. Mauricio loves the ibuprofen. <laughs> I'm the big daddy. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Number four is "Rain Over Me." Uh, this movie came out in 2007 and mm. I think it's Adam Sandler arguably at his best it's a very touching moving story Don Cheadle's also in it as well if you haven't seen the movie check it out uh, Adam Sandler there's a lot of um, what what would you've seen it right Mauricio
1: a long time ago almost yeah, like the well, same year it came I right. don't
0: I don't know the specific term of what his character is dealing with I don't know if it's post-traumatic stress. Or that, there's probably a specific term yeah, for it's, it, but
1: it's, a uh, it's, uh, non-stress, like, I mean, just to make it short, um, he's lost his family in a traumatic event, this event yes. in, uh, 9-11, so his character is traumatized, it's like, um, after this event, and basically his life just fell apart. Yes, um, and
0: he, he plays it so well, and yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. It just worked for me because I know had I, I known Adam Sandler for all his stupid, zany Adam Sandler comedies. But then to see him in this, I'm like, okay, wow. I, it was a very similar effect that I had with Tom Hanks when I saw him in Philadelphia, Boy. where it's like, whoa, okay. like like This guy's going through something. This is Adam Sandler, tame, serious, yeah. going through... And, and like mental illness is, is, is very serious, and he yeah, yeah. takes it serious. I know, and I it's you... just... Remarkable movie.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I feel like also he's touching in a topic that it was very, still very sensitive. Very all these years, Um, yeah. And uh, and, uh, you know, for an American, especially, it's very touch. It's very, um, it's very sensible thing to jump in. And as an actor, you know that you're dealing with something that it's still and probably won't be healing anytime soon. So you need to actually address it the right way. It's not like an uh, something that happens to you like a completely solo thing like you were in a car crash. No, this is an event that changed humanity, and the fact that yes. he's playing someone that is being directly affected by it uh, makes it very serious. So I do think that played a huge role in the way he decided to um, engage uh, the audience with this character. And honestly, it's a risk because it wasn't too... Uh, too long after the events and honestly I think he played it very well and both of yes. them both of them I think did a phenomenal duo that I was never expecting to see and yeah. to actually love that much so yeah I think very the good.
0: whole wo- I think the whole world agreed with with what you just said I don't think anyone expected that um and just to quickly touch Don Cheadle has his own storyline in the movie too he's got his own stuff and it's, it's just the dynamic with them is incredible and I yeah. think a common theme with a couple of these movies is when Adam Sandler has someone well to not only direct him, but to work off of, Yes. like I said, like Jack Nicholson, you have Philip Seymour Hoffman, you have uh, Dustin Hoffman. So there's kind of a, you know, I mean, you have his little Adam Sandler crowd and the, the little, his, his, uh, his college buddies and all of them. You have that version of Adam Sandler. Then you have the serious Adam Sandler. And I think that's kind of when he, when he's put in the right hands, you know, it's like Jonah Hill with with Martin Scorsese. You you, you put them in the right, safe hands, they'll be fine.
2: Yeah. Ryan? Uh, Mauricio's favorite part about Rain Over Me is Pearl Jam's cover of The Who's Rain Over Me. Ooh. Also a great Lady Gaga song. Oh. Ah, yes. <laughs> Rain <laughs> over me. There you go. Yeah. I
1: right. remember just a quick
0: side note of our little history. I'll never forget. I remember when us there were six of us that went to New York and... And I remember there was one point in the afternoon we went walking around Central Park yes. and we all just kind of did our own thing. We went for a little we were all kind of together but not really. And I remember Ryan, you had your long hair yep. and you had your headphones on. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching you, you were off in the distance and you totally reminded me of cuz a lot of times in this movie Adam Sandler uses his headphones to kind of the block big ones. out yeah, and and, Adam, and I just totally remind me of, of, of Adam Sandler and Ran Over Me because your hair was very similar, and you just had the big headphones. And we were in New and York. I just and I was very and we me- were-
2: melancholy in that time, too. So, like, yes. it, was, it was the perfect combination. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes, it was, I just for some reason had that, and that's what I like about that that role for him is that it, it's memorable to me. Again, I don't know about anyone else, but to me, that's one of the things I think of when I think of Adam Sandler, because it, it touched me in a way I didn't expect, and like you said, Mauricio, yeah. I think it was unexpected, where people are like, whoa, Adam yeah. Sandler, whoa, like he, I, I believe he did it the same year as I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry, so it's Group. like, okay, wow, like the, yeah. two very different Adam Sandlers.
2: That's a great pick, Galloway, you, you, you get 10 points for that already. What is this? What is
1: this? Hogwarts? Like, yeah. You get negative two. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> thanks, Dumble.
0: Okay, so let's wrap up the top three here. So we got number three, we got the water boy. Okay. Pure nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I
1: Football respect nostalgia. again.
0: Bobby Boucher. I mean you can't go wrong. Totally quotable movie. Um, I saw this when I was a kid. Everyone like there's just so much in this movie. His character is fantastic. His uh, his little um, his the, the the voice he does and it's just so memorable and
1: um, memorable the, is the word, yes. Yes. Hard and to Mama
0: uh, Kathy Bates playing uh, That's Mama true. That's true. is brilliant. Yes. And uh, yeah, I just absolutely love the water boy. I think it's 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 hilarious. I know it's dumb, but nostalgia is going to continue to the next one because number 2 is Happy Gilmore. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I am an avid golfer. I do enjoy the sport. And to watch Happy Gilmore and what he does to the game in uh, in that, it's actually kind of funny. I always used to think there's a similarity because Tiger Woods kind of did the same thing to golf that Happy Gilmore kind of did in the movie where... You know, golf was always known as a gentleman's game, and people are nice and quiet and clapping and respectful. And Adam, or Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore brought this whole energy to the sport, where people cheering and drinking and all this kind of stuff. And that's kind of what Tiger Woods did to the sport too.
1: Oh, that's Cut what a, you mean. I thought you were gonna say something not the about drinking. cheating your wife.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Dinners, not, not, yeah. That's separate. Because uh, that, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tiger Woods brought a new level to the game of Very excitement sure. and cheering, and I just love that aspect of Happy Gilmore because he's a hockey player, he likes to fight, and he gets put in the one sport that is not aggressive, that's quiet, and that gentleman play. And like we always say, Adam Sandler's a man child. There are no man child men childs in men children the P- men in the children, PGA tour men baby so boys. I, I think it works perfectly, and there's a again totally quotable, lots yeah. of great moments. I mean, any true Adam Sandler fan probably has Happy Gilmore, at least in their top five. because it's And it's, it's, it's right at the beginning, right after he finished SNL, he did Billy Madison, and then he did Happy Gilmore, and then he was a yeah. star. So, and he
1: made something that for many years was considered a very boring sport into something fun and uh, yes. portable that even if you go to play uh, golf without any uh, intention of, you know, professional intention, you're just having fun with the idea of uh, Happy Gilmore in the back of your head.
0: And right. every single person probably in their life has attempted the Happy Gilmore golf swing on the oh, yeah. golf course with it's a hockey just, stick. That's all yes, it is. yeah. So it's totally, totally uh, one of my personal favorites. My number two, but number one is the Wedding Singer. I, I won't even like. I, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna like attempt to defend this film because I don't. And, and I, it might be on Mauricio's list, and I can't wait to find out, but I love The Wedding Singer. I think Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore's chemistry, it obviously continued uh, to two other films, but it's just, it's remarkable. Uh, it's, it's, I like it set in the 80s. I like the transition of a, uh, of a rock star to a wedding singer. It's like the opposite direction you want to go, and I think it it's the perfect like for the Adam Sandler comedy that he did, I think it's the most well-rounded character he did. Where you like him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he doesn't try so hard to be unlikable. I do agree with you that there are moments, but to me, it's like I do like Robbie Hart, and I I'm rooting for him to get with Drew Barrymore. I think they'll be a great they, they would be a great couple, and obviously, you get your happy ending in the end. You have a lovable um, a supporting cast as well, and Billy Idol. The, and billy idol on the plane which is (laughs) why and and uh yeah i mean it's great and uh he uh he um one of my favorite moments is when he breaks up their kiss he just kind of comes out of nowhere and just yeah i think i want to sign you you good do you mind if i give her a kiss first yeah do what you gotta do man
2: (laughs)
1: yeah i think my favorite (laughs) part is the 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 old lady dancing on her uh anniversary wedding stuff oh and she
0: sings that hip she sings that hip-hop song
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's the cutest she's the i you know i have a soft spot for um old people they're my i i love them in any movie or anything they just can break my heart or fill it with joy and when i when she's in that movie also in patch adam uh, uh, swimming in the in the spaghetti uh pool she she's one of the, the people i love the most and yeah she makes my uh, she makes that movie very very happy for me i really like
0: yes it. their their relationship is good in it and it just it has it has a cute story it's a cute rom-com it's got some heart in it it's got some humor
1: set in the 80s and i love it and it's Perfect.
0: set in the 80s yeah. everyone loves the 80s so there's my top 10 now mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. moment everyone's been waiting for yes Mauricio's top 10 I want to hear this I've been waiting all week
1: the library is open um, that's for uh, RuPaul Drag Race uh, fanatics anyways um, so I have this thing I need I need to consult you on this I have my top 10 Adam Sandler trash list how I like to call it <laughs> because yeah. because it's catchy but I also have a list where I'm, I can recognize four of his films that I actually like enjoy and I could rewatch. Okay. You want Let's me to start it. with that or save it for
0: Do the do the four first okay. and then jump and then into we the We go full trash. sour, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Alright.
1: So I'm not gonna explain why, I'm just gonna say it. That's fine. Um not in no particular order whatsoever, but I have yep. uh Punch Drunk Love, Anger Management, Uncut Gems, and The Wedding Singer. So Wow. All those fours <laughs> I think I- I like them. The only one I wouldn't rewatch is uh, Uncut Gems because it it might kill me. Um, (laughs) But uh, those four, I'm actually like, those are good movies and I think he nailed his personality to make them match. Anger Management, perfect. Um, So yeah, those are the four. Um, Salute to uh, Mr. Adam Sandler so people don't say I'm a hater just for being (laughs) a hater. And uh, my top 10 list of uh, Adam Sandler trash list is we start with I, I thought you were gonna have this one on your list and it's click um, I don't like click okay okay thank yeah. you um, <laughs> yeah I wasn't a big fan of it I found it half cheesy half losing its track in its own way um I don't know it was it was I know for some people they like them because they make them cry but I don't care if something makes me cry if if it's in a in a package that doesn't work I don't like it even though it had a U two song in it at the end. I don't care. Uh <laughs> it just didn't work for me. It just didn't click. And uh it it the I understand the message. It's a very good, strong message, but didn't reach. I think him made it too stupid in a way that was like, Oh, he killed the magic of it. Like playing mm. with his hanging belly and uh just like I don't I don't this is not what I I, I think if you're gonna talk to me about getting old too fast you could have actually hit the heart better and it just yeah. became a joke of itself and I didn't enjoy it. I hate the character. I was like, I hope you can go back and your family can live without you. That's <laughs> how it was the whole time. Um, the next one was, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Mill- Billy Madison. Um, Interesting. It's, I, don't f- I don't know how that movie will be taken nowadays. It's It's complex. It, it hits uh, someone that obviously had some um, developing issues. And yeah. I don't think it does it in a, a, with a good taste. And I think it was the beginning of the annoying voice. I think someone that was the genesis of the, <laughs> I'm never going to use my own voice. And I think that's when the things start going downhill. And it's one of his first films. It's on the, the early days after SNL and uh yeah that one is just that it was too stupid even I watched it as a kid and I was like wow this is so stupid let me watch Looney Tunes instead this is too much (laughs) um followed by that and I uh, I'm sorry but uh Happy Gilmore Ooh, I I
0: I I thought Happy Gilmore was gonna be on there
1: I yeah and I know many people are gonna be like this piece of uh, well I'm sorry but I again I I appreciate dumb uh I'm not going to deny it. I'm someone who who has been recommended one of the dumbest films probably ever made called Kung Pao. Kung Pao, it's (laughs) nonsensical. It's stupid for someone who's high while eating pizza. That's how it is. However, it's one of its kind. It was main one. And that's it. It's over. But Happy Gilmore and so on with Adam Sandler just keep repeating the same formula. And I'm like, I can't stand it. It's just like hammering (laughs) on the wall while you're having a headache. Like an awful migraine. And Happy Gilmore for me was that. It was after the down with Billy Madison. Years passed. I watched more movies. And then I went to Happy Gilmore. I was like, is this the same movie? No, he wasn't playing golf. And <laughs> it showed me that it was no growing. And I think it was one after the other one. I think it followed. Uh, yeah, Billy
0: 1995
1: Madison. and 1996. Yeah. And I found that there moments where I laugh. But there's most of the moments where I'm like, man, not a single laugh came out of me. And Ryan showed it to me years after. And I was like, yes, I did. And I was like I'm going to open my mind and be like, I want to laugh. I want to really <laughs> hop in this wave with everyone. Didn't work. I was dead serious the whole movie. Ryan? <laughs> he just hates golf. Like, that, that's just that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Just, I don't just, hate golf. I enjoy you driving hate there. hockey and
2: golf and you put them whoa, together whoa. and hey. just like, hey, oh hey, my hey, God. Hey. I want me. Cana- hey,
1: i No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> how, how, why a referee would fight? It's, I want my Canadian residency <laughs> and I don't hate hockey nor golf. I enjoy both from the distance, uh, but not with Adam Sandler. Anymore. Um, follow that. I go with a, uh, you don't mess with Sohan. Oh boy. Do I have to explain this one? Cause this is nope. very sensitive you- as well.
0: You can move on. Everyone Ryan. I don't think a lot of people like that one. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: yes, you can move on. Okay. Ryan, do you like that one? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> the, <laughs> the word okay in that sentence is oh, already man. out of place. Don't defend it because you like him. Do is it good?
2: I've only seen it once. I can't I can't speak to it.
1: I've only seen one presidency of Trump, and I can tell you I don't like him. Uh, That's four Um, years of the same (laughs) shit. Uh, That's the whole Adam Sandler's career. Um, Okay. Followed by that, we have Little Nicky. I know it's a classic, and I know many people like it, and I know it's a good costume for Halloween, but we come back to The Voice. We come back to an annoying dog. We come back to <laughs> I feel a topic that could have been very funny. It couldn't be very well exploded in a way that is like, man, this the son of Satan. Mm-hmm. You know how much you could have done with that, and it just for me was just dry, slow. The jokes didn't hit the mark, and it just looked like the sorry I can't pronounce this word in English. So you're gonna help me. The guy yeah. who lives uh, the Humber Humber. Back, that the guy who lives in Notre Dame. Disney made a movie about him. Remember? The, the Hunchback? The Hunchback, thank you. I can't pronounce I, I, that word to escape from it. He just looked like the Hunchback from Notre Dame uh, <laughs> turned into an emo because he got rejected by the gypsy girl. So he's just walking around. Com- it's just so unsettling, boring.
2: You, you didn't like the bits where, you know, uh, Ozzy came back and bit the head off the, the bat or, or the, the, the fact that Hitler gets pineapple shoved up his ass. Uh,
1: it's
2: funny. It's funny stuff. And, or, or yeah, they're that's, plugged, what, I, that's plugged, what I want to happen to Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Or they're plugged to like Popeye's chickens being the shit.
1: I hate everything you just yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> everything that came from your mouth was like painful. Um, <laughs> see, I think it's a topic. Imagine this person at South Park does it better. They They're visiting hell and doing comedy over it. I know it's true. TV show saying, pretty good. But they crack the system and go like, let's make fun. If you're going to make fun of the idea of hell, make it good. Cause there's material baby. And they just made it stupid. Um, following that. I'm sorry, Gali Gali, uh but I oh have God. the water boy. Oh no. <laughs> I the voice is back. The voice was never gone. The <laughs> the voice came back with all strength, almighty strength. Um I that casting he built with his friends start just start getting there. It's just it goes nowhere, and again, I don't know if he's doing a voice because it's a funny voice, or he's actually making fun of people who has a condition that makes them speak like that, or behave like that, and I don't like that. I know we're in a different time where everything has to be safe, but even back in the day, I was like, hmm, no. It's not resonating on me. It's not, it feels odd. And and two important things here. <laughs> uh, first one, I watched it Uh, the first time, dubbed to Spanish, because that's how we do things back home. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The only way to watch a movie in the original language is through cable or going to the movie theater. I I wasn't going to the movie theater. Um, And then I watched it, in original English, and I missed... I was like, man, I prefer the Spanish, because the guy speaking Spanish kind of... I think he got it, and I kind of avoid the the weird voice, and it became like, oh, okay. But once it's full Adam Sandler, oh, boy, that water boy. and No, 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 no.
2: So it was better dubbed, eh? For me. Yeah.
1: Because the guy cannot, I think they told him, you cannot do that voice. Right. You can't. And he was like, well, I guess I'll act normal. But then he had the face, the weird melted face of Adam Sandler, like he had like uh, (laughs) numb lips. And I'm like, I hate it. And then his character is like, you support, you su- supposedly you feel bad and then they want him to go back. Come on, don't, don't, you know, you, you can do it. And it's like, this town sucks. These people sucks. <laughs> it was, it was just too much. I can't, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it's a like, good quality criticism. You for don't have movie, to apologize. It's good. But it's fine. man, it's just talk. Um... Followed by that, and I mashed it in one movie because they all, it deserves to go to the guillotine by itself. Uh, Grown ups one and two.
0: Yeah, I knew that was gonna be on your list.
1: <laughs> it has to be in every list of things that should never be seen for the future generations. I'm sorry, but there's there's a limit for me when it comes to fart, burp, and getting hit in the crotch jokes. I I think that comedy's. It's kind of far already. We overcame it. Or you're a kid and you're making fun of that. I get it. When you're young, it might be funny. But these people still doing that and hoping that their uh, audience that grew up with them still doing that, I think they're not doing any help to comedy or themselves. I think comedy got stuck. Comedy didn't grow and they didn't grow either. So me as an audience who tried to grow up or do things, ironically. I think those kind of movies, those kind of uh, jokes are out of place. Not out of place. That's too much. That's not like they're saying something racist. It's actually... Maybe they are. Uh, it's more like <laughs> it just doesn't work anymore. The formula, it's out. Just leave it for cartoons. And honestly, fart, burp, and hit-on-the-crutch jokes, I never laugh with them. I guess I'm dead inside in that matter. But
2: uh, yeah, those two movies. Uh, I've actually I've I've never seen either of those Um, but I've seen I believe that they're bad I I, I believe (laughs) it's something like you just don't have to dive into no that's lava it's gonna burn but I'm curious (laughs) did you actually see number two
1: I saw the first 20 minutes of number two okay uh (laughs) I hate saying number two. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> see, it goes with a joke. Yeah, yeah um, I've
2: seen the second twenty first twenty minutes of that shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, honestly, it happened the same as it's gonna happen with one, number two on my list, which I'm gonna get there in a spot. I know spot. Is. I was like, this is not human hmm. digestible. This is this is like honestly like drinking oil, like <laughs> like open your car, take the gas and drink it. It's just unbearable. Uh, and again, this his whole cast of bad comedian actors that burned through comedies uh, sitcoms in the early 2000s and now they're trying to make movies and it's like you're not a good lead actor stop it Um, so what are you gonna do Um, I agree with you the one following that it's uh, Spanglish do I have Mm -hmm. to explain why (laughs) I got triggered (laughs) You can just roll right past that. I Fun don't fact really... about that one, besides yeah. being like awful, is I also watched it with sub- with Dub in Spanish and they were like, how do we do this? Because we need the English. So what they did, they, the worst, the worst, they uh, did the English voice, like it's a uh, American accent, like an yeah, like an American trying to speak Spanish. And it's supposed to be like, the Spanish speakers can't understand them. And it's like, they're speaking perfect Spanish, but with an accent. And it's like, no, it's obviously English. So the solution <laughs> was off. And that was one of those moments like, oh, they fucked up. Um, anyways, that movie, it's, it, it's, it triggers me. I'm not gonna, I don't have to get into it. <laughs> you're um, good, you're good. Okay, as I said, I watched the first 20, 25 minutes of this. I stopped and I said like, burn in hell. And it's Ridiculous Six.
0: Oh. Yeah. Not <laughs> first what I was thinking.
1: Not yet. (laughs) Uh, That's number one. First of all, how are you (laughs) going to take the concept of something that is a church in filmmaking as seven samurais and you're just going to turn it into Ridiculous Six and you're going to make it in the first 20 minutes racist, stupid, dumb, because that goes side by side with stupid. It's not the same. And incredibly, incredibly insensitive. It was just so boring and bad. And... It, it, was, it was triggering. Have you seen or trying to watch that movie or even trailers no, of that movie? No, no,
0: no. I haven't watched any Ooh. of his Netflix movies. I have no interest. Sandy Wexler and The Do-Over and all mm. of them.
1: I have no interest. No. Imagine that Ridiculous 6 is the six items you have in your fridge that go rotten. And they expire. You put them in the blender. You blend it and then you drink it after putting like at least four cups of salt. That, my friend, is Ridiculous 6. <laughs> It's, it's insulting that someone spent money and was one of the first produced, if I'm not wrong, uh, movies by Netflix back in the day. Yeah. If, I might be wrong with that, but I'm pretty sure Netflix was behind that and it was one of the first, with Adam Sandler at least. Yes, awesome. it was his first, yep. Off of the grid. Awful, awful. Um, I mean, number one, again, we didn't pass it, not even 20 minutes, but 25, 30 maybe? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we have probably one of the worst movies ever made by mankind. Uh, Jack and Galloway, you say it? Woo! Jack and Jill. Yes, there we go. <laughs> so this um, monstrosity. Dude, people went to the theaters to watch this. Just, it made money. It made money. As all his uh, little trashy things that he released. But this one was... He didn't even try... He tried to play again his dual character. The jokes didn't hit the mark. Pure fart, stupid jokes that didn't work. It. they I feel bad. Bad for the, the the cast. The rest of Al- the actors there. Al Pacino. <laughs> My God, what's happening? It's there's no control. There's no storyline. It's just slow. It's surprisingly slow for a bad. Com- uh, you know, comedy film usually comedy you try to go fast you go beat 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 beat, beat deliver deliver deliver, this was just nothing mm-hmm. and there was a scene in, uh, at the beginning in, like having like a family dinner nothing happened it's just two brothers fighting each other about things in the past and that's it that's all it is
2: it was depressing. It was brutal to get through, and we didn't even get through it. We so. tried
1: to watch it one night as a group of friends to make fun while drinking, yeah. eating, whatever. We had to stop. We were like, everyone, everyone in the yeah. chat was like, "Okay,
2: no." Like eight different people just were just tuned out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and we ended up watching a movie about uh, spy uh, kids in a high school. It's not spy kids. It's just a kid. It in was a, a worse
2: movie, but it was more watchable. Yeah, it, was it was watchable.
1: watchable. <laughs> I was like, how am I watching this? low uh i don't know uh tv movie and i enjoy more the jack and, uh, and jill that has a, a huge budget and he made double the budget maybe more in the in the box office and just to wrap it up the whole idea because i'm gonna f- fuck this movie um <laughs> <laughs> seriously uh the thing for with me with uh with him with adam sandler like i say i think if he's someone that if he's tamed if he has the right director he have the a script he never touched and not allowed to touch, I think he can deliver I think if you find him on the right um the right uh, uh, character, he will deliver and uh, like we went over those movies where he works and I think he's a decent actor he's good he moves the the box office as you we can tell just his face on it and I think he just need to stop doing things by himself. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what he writes and what he directs, he shows like one. He's, I think creatively speaking, when he has uh, creative control, that's a problem. That's when he break the glass and it's emergency time. So, it's sad because you want him to be himself and we wanted to see him and I think in a little bit, amount like in SNL like doing sketches fine it's good one small character to be annoying but the same character that is kind of mm, in every movie for an hour and a half for an hour hours. and a half i think that college humor comedy thing it has a limit for everyone mm-hmm. as you grow up and the audience evolve movie uh, the the audience of the of, uh, the movie world has changed they want something different and he didn't move on um it became sad and almost pathetic to me. Even Ooh. years before. And I'm like Harsh words. I just feel like think about Jim Carrey. You guys were talking about. Him. I mean, that's someone who knows how to make the turn from something like the mask, which is phenomenal, but it could be a character that traps you forever. Mm-hmm. Or Ace Ventura. And he'd make the turn, he'd try other things, he let someone else lead his way all the time. And he delivered, and it was phenomenal. And I think Adam Sandler could do it, but he's just, you know, it's a fart joke. Laugh. <laughs> Anyways, sorry for the hate. There's no hate. No. It's just Wait, Mauricio, we, on,
0: your, on your least or your, your trash list, we only had two that overlapped. That was it, Happy Gilmore and the Waterboy.
2: Yeah. That's remarkable. All right. And, uh. pff, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. As as the ref in this this discussion, which um, I don't think you should be, but okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I gotta say, congrats to both. You you both brought up a lot of great points and everything. Um, personally, I am a little bit more attached to Adam Sandler as a nostalgic kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Like I'm kind of over the man child and the voice and everything. So I was really drawn to his his more uh, dramatic roles. So. Points to Galloway for Mauricio agreeing with uh, those those four films that you know t- uh, showcase his talent beyond the voice, uh, but I do have to agree with Mauricio in many respects. There are a lot of films I have not seen because I am over. It. I have also never seen the Netflix films, um, and yes, uh, I agree. It's just he he is kind of stuck in the past, stuck in his his rut. Um, but, hey, it sells. It's what people want. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty much a tie, but I'm going to give the win to Galloway because, uh, you know, deep down, Adam Sandler is still pretty good.
1: Oh, <laughs> pretty good? Come on, come on. No. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 uh, no. no, no. Those,
2: those four. Those four that you gave him. You know, that, yeah, that's the, oh, what Oh, okay.
1: Out of, what, 35? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, it's nice, okay. Mauricio. The, the the four that you mentioned that you liked uh, yeah. were all on my list. So that I think, yeah. I think we found some common ground. And whenever I we agree. hang out, if we're if we're forced to watch an Adam Sandler movie, we'll watch one of those four.
1: Yeah, and I knew we had this common ground. I always knew because we talked yeah. about it. But uh, I think I forgot a lot of them, like where we actually yeah. find each other. And I'm happy we found that place of safety. And it's a warm spot. I like it. Let's well, now it. I know why I call you Big Daddy. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> All right, we're gonna
0: stop talking. We're we're gonna stop talking about Adam Sandler now. We're gonna wrap thank this God. up. So, thank you yes. very much, Mauricio and Ryan, for joining me on uh, this uh, most recent top ten. And uh, yeah, we will continue uh, this train. We got lots more episodes coming through. So, um, hope everyone has a great day and uh, peace out, Ryan and Mauricio.
1: Bye, baby. Bye. Thanks for having us. Hey there! Remember that you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor and many other options. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram as The Viewers Scott. Bye-bye!